hey, we got food for you. You want to come into the van? Hello and welcome to Another Dead Pixel, a podcast about games, anime, entertainment, life, and everything in between. I'm your host today, Joseph, and with me, the man who argued with all of the internet when he heard the Queen had died, stating that their music will live on forever. Nick, how you doing, Nick? She's not dead. She's hiding in a bunker in New Mexico. She's going to be moving to Australia, which... I don't know if you know this, but but she's actually the queen of Australia. It says so on the money. Follow the money. Um, their music uh, will live on. Yeah, I suppose. I don't know what that really means, uh, even though I said it. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to be here, Joe. Um, having a good having a good weekend so far. Uh, how are you? I'm doing all right. I just assumed you were, you really liked you know um, fat bottom girls. You know. Uh, eventually it'll click in your brain. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do like, I do like queen, the band. Um, I think that they died a long time ago though. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Freddie Mercury, rest his soul. He passed, he passed away quite a while ago. Um, anyway, I, I once, when that, when that documentary came out or that, that was a Bohemian uh, Rhapsody when that movie came out, uh, I was, I heard this other podcast talk about how their daughter had just gotten really into Queen and the kid was like in elementary school and the dad just forgot to, to mention that, you know, everybody Freddie Mercury's dead Freddie Mercury's because it's dead. everyone's not, it's common knowledge. And all of a sudden come towards the end of the movie. It's like on the car ride home, like dad, they're, he's dead. You know, like I had to explain <laughs> that one. Like, Oh dude, that was, oh. I, I remember just being in tears listening to this dude talk about his story. Like that is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I've been doing good, man. Uh, yeah, same old, same old for the most part. Uh, but how about you? You had some uh, exciting things happen to you just recently. Yeah, so my dad went on a cruise uh, to Alaska. Um, but they they launched from Seattle. And uh, so he was in Seattle a couple of days early. And he knows that I'm a freaking nerd. So um, he was walking around downtown Seattle and... Uh, he already, he already only sleeps like five hours a night. Um, and so, and then he was, and so then he was on central time on the West coast. So he was up at like four in the morning, walking around at their hotel and he sees this sign for Emerald city comic-con and it was going on right then. So, uh, long story short, he, he runs around, he does a whole bunch of stuff and they say, no, you got to go do this and you got to go do that. But he, he tries to get in, he buys a ticket and um, he runs all over the city, even though he's like trying to get into the the dang comic convention. Finally, he gets in. He only gets like a couple hours in there. But while he's in there, he uh, snags me some some pretty cool uh, swag. He got me uh, this. Uh, try to aim it onto the screen. This shirt for Emerald City Comic Con, which I found to be pretty cool, uh, along with some other stuff. He got me a sweater. Or it's like a, it's not really a sweater, but it's like a, it's a... So for anyone listening, why don't you explain it to them? Well, it's a, so this, this shirt, I don't even know what the hell this is. Um, but it's like, it's, it's a shirt for the comic convention. Um, 
It's got a like a Yeti type cartoon drawing, and it says Emerald City Comic Con on it. And it's like it's in the, like that kids. It's like that kids book, like the Wild Things. Um, it's like something similar to the monsters of that. It's sort of along that line, but it also is in the shape of a tarot card, uh, which. I mean, that's what it looks like to me. Maybe it's not quite that, but it looks like that to me. Um, anyway, but uh, you got you got me that. You got me uh, a bunch of other small little things and and a cool uh, sweatshirt type thing. So yeah, he was like, "Here, you could talk about this on your podcast." And so I was like, "Okay, Dad." <laughs> so so uh, here I am talking about it on my podcast. Um, but yeah, he 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 ran around there and. And uh, it's it's kind of funny, but because he doesn't really know anything about that stuff, but he he likes to dive into to shit that he doesn't know about. And he had his camera, and people he said people were really happy. And I think the the thing that tipped him off that there's something going on is he saw he didn't put it in these words, but he saw cosplayers uh, walking around downtown, and he was like, people are dressed up. What's going on? I think his his spidey sense went off, and he knew. The kind of crazy shit was going on. But anyway, I was like, well, that's really cool, Dad. Uh, so he's uh, so he's been to a comic convention. Um, and uh, I'm glad he, he got me a bunch of swag, and it was, super, it was super cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Especially, it's fun to accidentally stumble across uh, a convention when you didn't realize, and you're like, hey, I could actually partake in something like this. Uh, you know, because you don't have to build around it, and it's just spur of the moment. Uh, here in the Chicago area, we got quite a few different small things. And so it's always nice to be able to do that. I remember, um, even in Wisconsin, uh, Madison had like this new one that came up and I can't remember the name of it anymore. Cause it was like, I went to it like 15 years ago, but it's just like, we just happened to be there and like, Hey, there's this really small new convention that we're starting. It's like the second year we're doing it. And it was like on campus, a rent, they, you could tell they just rented out a couple of rooms and like, it was like the one floor. And I was just like, hey, all right. Uh, yeah, it was just, it feels like it has a lot more heart in a lot of ways because it's, you know, it's just a very much a passion project by a bunch of nerds. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, these these people, <laughs> they're my friends, you know? <laughs> yeah. These, so, yeah. These are definitely people who care a lot about this. It's cool. It's cool to, to do little things like that. And like we had at my college town, we had a anime convention that I went to, I think when I was a freshman, um, and I think they had it every year, but I like, I only went when I was a freshman and, uh, it was, it was pretty cool. It was, I mean, we had a, t- had a tiny town. I mean, it's like, well, I guess the whole area is like a hundred thousand people. Um, but they, they, they put on a show and it was pretty cool. Uh, well, uh, that's, that's good to know. And also I, uh, it's good that you're not been murdered by the people of, um, you know, marketplace. So you got yourself a new TV, didn't you? Yeah. Or yeah. New old TV. I got a new old TV. Uh, I actually wanted to tell you about this. Uh, I was thinking about telling you about it, I guess more off the cast, but it's kind of relevant. Um, so I got this, uh, Sanyo DS 24 something, something serial number. And, uh, I started Googling it a little bit after I bought it. Because uh, I was like, it's it's fine, but I actually had this issue with it, uh, with um, trying to point a camera at it, um, and uh, I started googling it, and some of the, some of these people are trying to sell this this same TV I've got for like two hundred dollars, 
and I got it for 60 uh, from a dude that had a bunch of them around here. Um, but uh, yeah. Um, oh yeah. So last time that we talked or last time on the podcast, I hadn't actually bought it yet. Right. No, you were going to, and that's why if you if I was doing this one solo, okay. we knew that someone had murdered you. Yeah, so I went to go pick it up, and um, I did go to the east side of Austin, which if you have ever been to Austin or know anything about Austin, you know that that is the um, the rougher side of Austin. And uh, it was broad daylight, and uh, I just met this guy in this like favela type area. It wasn't that bad, <laughs> but it was this, it was this really uh, brightly colored uh, apartment complex. Like all of the buildings were painted like purples and yellows and greens with all okay. kinds of. I, I understand stuff. the favela reference now because I'm like, dude, just to say favelas, that's pretty, that's pretty bad, dude. <laughs> but it was broad daylight and I was like, okay, all right, this is going to be fine. And the dude comes out, uh, he's got it and it's. It is a heavy TV, man. These is a 20 inch um, tube TV. And anyway, so people are selling these uh, for pretty, pretty, you know, they're trying to get money for these. And I was, so I was really impressed that I got it for the 60 bucks that I did. But um, so that was, so it, it's turned out to be pretty cool. Um, the next part of the story is I ordered a PlayStation two. Um, you can actually get PS twos pretty cheaply online. Uh, there's a lot of them. You can get them for like, for like, you know, 30 or $40 if you're just getting the console with nothing else. Um, but I actually wanted to get the console and get, uh, the, uh, the original box that came with it. Uh, uh, so I got that along. So, so I, I looked around on eBay for a while. I can't hear you. All right. Um, there you go. How about now? There you go. That's yeah, great because it's doing that thing again. Damn. All right. Yeah, I know, right? It's been such a long time. And so you now my recording is off sync. Awesome. <laughs> so, well. And go. Okay. So anyways, uh, as far as the uh, what model PS2? Did you get the old fat one that you can you know, stick in a hard drive? Did you get the slim color variant? Okay. What do you got? So I looked around eBay for a while. Uh, I knew I didn't want a slim, at least not at first, uh, though I think that those might actually last longer. Uh, but uh, I, so I got a, a fat one, a fat PS2. And uh, when I was looking around, there's a lot of PlayStation 2s on there. And a lot of them have taken some kind of damage or they're scuffed or they're scrape on the front. Uh, I looked around for a while and I found one that, and I mean, when I finally got it, I was really impressed because it is in damn near pristine condition. The front is totally great looking. It has it has like one like scratch on the back. Uh, and I was like, well, that's not like that's not that big of a deal. The box itself, I actually even looked at and um, the the back has like a, a sticker tear on it. But the front is is uh, in very good condition. And uh, I, had about, I had to pay about 130 for it after, after uh, shipping and stuff. So I thought it was pretty good. The, the controller is, is good. It's definitely um, s sat in the heat, I would say, because the, like, the rubber 
on the sticks is a little bit is a little bit kind of worn out. Um, but overall, those it's will deteriorate good. over time as well. So just uh, take them apart and re- get new thumbsticks for them. I've had to do that with a couple of controllers in the past for the PS2. Yeah, so I'm thinking about maybe getting another one, like a, uh, buying another controller. But it even came with a memory card with a old PS2 eight megabyte card. But I didn't know it was coming with that, so I went ahead and bought 128 megabytes. Um, and then uh, it actually has a uh, RFU adapter, so I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Um, but uh, I don't need it because I've been playing it on, um, what is it, AVC? Um, so, uh, so, I, so I got that hooked up, and I had just gone to the, uh, the old game store. There's a place, there's a, there's a, a chain down here. They're in Houston and here in Dallas, I think uh, it's called Game Over. Game Over Video Games, and they sell uh, used games and stuff like that, and some rare stuff too. Uh, and I, I went in there a couple times, and the guy there is super nice, and he's like really knowledgeable about like all the different you know models that they made and the problems with them and stuff like that. But I ended up buying um, a couple different games. Uh, they had a they had a Labor Day sale going on, so I bought uh, Final Fantasy X two, uh, and I bought <laughs> Metal Gear Solid two, and I bought Shadow of the Colossus, um, and uh, so Metal Gear Solid two was like twelve dollars, and Final Fantasy X two was like ten bucks, and Shadow of the Colossus was I think twenty five or thirty somewhere around there. Um, but uh, I plugged in Shadow of the Colossus and started playing it. And man, it hit me right in the feels. Hit me right in the nostalgia funny bone. It was wild watching that thing come up. And I was like, man, this looks like ass. <laughs> this game looks so bad. And I remember it looking so good when I played it back in 06 or whatever. I think it came out in 05 and I probably didn't play it till 06. But that game always looked bad. Uh, the what made it look good was just the scope. But if I remember correctly, uh, you kind of got away with it looking bad because the concept of it being like almost dreamlike. Uh, you yeah. know, everything was kind of that that ethereal feeling. So you're like, all right, you can give it a pass because it has that filter of like smudgy, like you know, gray. Like you're looking through a steamy window. Uh, but yeah. you know, that's. I'm like, of all the games to spend more money on, you played the you spent more money on the one that got remade twice, you know. So yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> like this. I I mean, I had to like if it was. I wish that it was the original case, but then it would have probably been like fifty bucks. But this one was a greatest hits version, and I, it was like the they had two of them, and I was like, dang, you know. I like the store and I'm here right now and I'm going to, I'm just going to go ahead and get this. So, so I, so I went ahead and got it and playing it, you know, it is, um, it is the draw distance, uh, is, uh, pretty, is pretty shit. Um, but like there's so much, there's so much to say, man, games have come a long way in the past. Uh, what is that? 16 years or since 05 they have come a long way i know that game was never considered to be very good controlling um 
And it had a lot of problems. No, but it was it was neat as hell, dude. That game. I actually, oh, so for for what it's worth, it's I actually so really good. liked that game a lot. It's so. I good. never finished it first time around. Uh, though I did end up buying when they came out with uh, they came out with a PS3, um, Ico and uh, Shadow Colossus, you know, set. Yeah. And then I know they re brought out Shadow of the Colossus again, uh, just by itself remastering it. And I don't think I got, I think if I own it, it's only because of like PlayStation giving it away for one of their monthly games back when they used to. So I'd have to actually double check to see if I actually own that. Uh, but I know I do own it. Phys- I own the original PS2 still, and I have that PS3 uh, Ico bundle. Man, that's, so. that's yeah, like playing this game. I never played Ico, so that's the other one I want to get. I want to buy Ico if I can find it for something reasonable. But, um, Playing this game again, gosh, dude, I, I remember people saying the controls were terrible and they're bad. They are bad. There's, or there's, there's aspects of them that are bad, at least out of the gate. And I was playing for about, for about 15 minutes and I was like, dang, this is so much worse than I remember it being. But after I got on the horse and got over to the first boss and I, I took him down like really quick and I was like, okay. This, you know, it does take some getting used to, but it, it works. Like, it, it works the way that you need it to work. It's like, the horse and the camera, if you're not, like, like I kept fussing with the camera and, like, trying to make it do what I wanted it to do. And I was, finally I was like, you know what? Just quit messing with the camera. And I did. And I just started moving kind of blindly. And the camera would sweep around and follow me. And it wouldn't put me right in the center. And it, it wasn't perfect. But it would it would do well enough. And I was like, okay, I guess I just learned to just quit messing with the camera until I absolutely needed it to be where I needed it to be. Um, but it was it's a it's a trip going back to this game. It is um, it was pretty cool. So so I beat the first boss and I I, I, I traveled around a little bit and uh, and then I, I put it down. I decided to do something else. Um, but uh, it's it is definitely really cool. And uh, I still have Drake and Guard coming in. It's chipped. I don't know when it's going to be here, but I'm going to start playing that and suffering through that whenever it comes in. Uh, you're going to cry when you get to the last boss. Uh, it's going to be funny as hell. Uh, uh, that's all I got to tell you. I don't know if you know how the game ends, how that last boss is, but I do, and that that's going to be funny. Of Drake and Guard? Yeah. Yeah, I've 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 <laughs> I've done plenty of research, and I know that it. Uh, I know. That I think I know, I think it's either this one or the third one that it does something bonkers uh, off the wall. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to beat it, but we'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, well, uh, today uh, we're recording a little bit later. Uh, just some, some things have come up. So we're recording actually on Saturday, uh, September 10th. Uh, usually we like to have it posted by now, so unfortunately we'll end up having to post it a day late. And uh, this is actually episode 26, uh, so we've now officially made it a whole year. Uh, oh my gosh. This is our last episode of the year. Yeah. Wow. So wait. So when, when, when was our anniversary? Uh, it's, it'd, be, it'd be the um So there's 52 weeks in a year. So this is the last bit, you know. Well, yeah, uh, but I'm just trying to think of the exact day that we that we started. It was like around today, a year ago. Yeah, so that's uh I mean, hey, uh surprisingly enough, we, we made it. We none of us actually like <laughs> We're gave done. up. <laughs> We're finished. 
<laughs> like I, I had to I had to record on a vacation once, you know, in a you hotel did. room. Um funny enough, uh dodged some holidays and some other things. So yeah, we we did pretty good overall. Um not complaining. Uh but yes. All right. Uh now, you know, happy I guess anniversary. More important. Yeah, right. <laughs> happy anniversary. Now to some real news. Uh <laughs> take it away, Nick. All right. I feel like I've been talking a bunch, but I'll try to keep this uh to the point and you can just ask questions. Um so today I, I didn't even know this was gonna happen. We were kind of gifted this uh being a little bit late, but uh Ubisoft Forward, which is Ubisoft's um kind of event where they talk about all their stuff that they're going to be doing that happened today. And, uh, they talked about a bunch of stuff. It was like a four, there's like a four hour video on YouTube with like a two and a half hour, three hour lead up for some reason before they actually get to the forward. So that was weird, but, uh, they did a bunch of stuff. They talked about, uh, rabbits and they talked about, uh, their, their dancing game, which I forget the name of right now. Just Dance. Just Dance. That's a good name for a dancing game. And uh, they talked about a couple other things. They talked about, because um, they also do Rainbow Six, so they talked about that a little bit, as well as The Division, um, which I skipped all that shit because I don't give a crap about any of that at all. Uh, and I don't even care about Assassin's Creed, but they did talk about Assassin's Creed, and people care about Assassin's Creed, so I thought, well, this is low-hanging fruit. I guess I'll, I guess I'll jump in on this. So, uh, like I said, I don't care about Assassin's Creed. Joe, do you care about Assassin's Creed? I have not since the second. Good. Then let's talk about Assassin's Creed. Uh, so <laughs> there's a couple different things here. Uh, they took you, they took us into, into a back room, a nice, well-lit, warm room, and they tried to make some jokes, and they were bad. But, uh, it, but uh, they talked about what they've got going on. So basically the first thing they talked about is the next mainline game coming up in 2023, uh, probably going to be the fall 2023, but it is going to be called Assassin's Creed Mirage and it is uh, set in Baghdad uh, and it is uh, the original, um, it's go going back to the, the very first game, that character, but I think it's a prequel because it is showing about how he became an assassin, which I played Assassin's Creed 1 back in the day. Uh, what was his name? Bossum? Uh, I don't remember his, the rest of his name, but but uh, but th that guy's name is Bossum. And uh, I don't remember too much about that game, but I think you are already an assassin pretty well into your career whenever that game starts. Um, so, yeah, so they're going back to that. Um, and, uh, looks pretty good. looks like an Assassin's Creed game. They've got, uh, stuff that they're going to be having you do. So yeah, they've got a, uh, I can't remember her name, but they, they've got a, uh, kind of a bigger name actress coming in to play one of the, the side characters, um, which I have some opinions about. I, I think that, uh, I could uh, probably spoil the story right now, but I'm not going to do that. Um, so uh, anyway, so uh, she 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 came out and she did a, she had a video recording where she was very uh, appreciative of getting to play the role and um, and uh, so that's pretty cool. So kind of going on from that is um, they also are doing a mobile game called uh, Assassin's Creed Jade. I think that's the 
code name. It may not, that may not actually be the true. No, that is, I think that is the actual name. Yep. Uh, Jade, uh, yeah. So it's code that's the code name is Jade. Um, and it's a, uh, open world mobile game apparently. Yeah. So it's probably going to be along the lines of, uh, Diablo or whatever other kind of stuff. Maybe it is going to be more like over the shoulder, uh, camera type thing. Uh, I'm not, I'm not quite sure, but, um, but they, they kind of, they just do a teaser trailer. They just kind of show you the world a little bit and that's it. And then, um, uh, after that, uh, they kind of buried the lead here, but they had to, they had to get their, their next game out with, with Mirage. Uh, they are finally going to Japan. Assassin's Creed code name, uh, red. Uh, and all they showed, they, all they showed was, um, a shinobi type guy, uh, on a rooftop looking cool. And that was pretty much it. And then they talked a bit, a bit about it a little bit. It is going to be done, uh, by Ubisoft Quebec, uh, which is the one that did Odyssey, which people liked a lot. Uh, I guess people liked Valhalla the most so far, but when Odyssey came out, people did say that was a big step forward, Compared to Origin, the one in Egypt, people liked Odyssey a lot more than they liked Origin. But I heard Origin was good, though. I, I thought, see, that I, I felt that it was flipped because I felt a lot of people got into Origin. And then when Odyssey came out, a lot of people burnt out because it's like they felt it was more of the same. Because they thought Odyssey was more of Origin, essentially, just with Greek gods. Um, so that's that was the vibe I had always taken away from it. But either way, I heard that um, both Origin and Odyssey were solid uh, in their own right. And yeah, as far as uh, this new, uh, the codename Red, for, uh, you know, people have been saying uh, Japan or Asia for the longest time. Uh, you know, and then, of course, when you had uh, Ghost of Tsushima come out, you're like, ah, I don't really need it anymore. I'm good. <laughs> I have my fill of a beautiful uh, game where I can be, uh, you know, as stealthy as I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I mean, kind of just getting into the weeds on that a little bit. I've always, you know, I've always heard that like you, but I've also always understood, like you too, probably, that, like, they just had to save that, that Japan, you know, they just had to save Japan for whenever they were getting ready to, uh, maybe end the series or make a change to the series. Um, because like Japan is like the ultimate, you know, ninjas and assassins. So I, I kind of, I kind of wonder how, how much they're going to do I, to me. They really ought to throw the kitchen sink at, at, uh, whatever this red ends up being like whatever the, the actual name ends up being, because it is going to be the penultimate, you know, assassin's creed game. They really need to, make this game come out and be like this is everything we wanted assassin's creed to be in at least in, the, in this decade and here it is um but uh but it kind of it's, it's kind of like a little bit more news um they did release another teaser uh for uh assassin's creed codename hex or hexa as one of the british ladies uh pronounced it it's pronounced or it's spelled H E X E. Um, and they just do a really quick uh, type of uh, trailer where it's a, it's a pan down 
on on this string hanging from a limb in the dark and then you see these kind of dead trees and it comes down to this the the assassin's creed a symbol but it's made out of these little tiny sticks um and there's like fires there's like a fire down below and there's like dogs barking or something like that in the background and people are saying and it looked to me like witches to me uh but also people i think i saw some news article that was saying that it has blair witch vibes so it's it's something early new england yeah uh, that would be the thing would be uh, you're right yeah that's probably the best that's 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 a really good guess probably some kind of crucible type uh, blair witch project uh thing going on um what is the name of that place it starts with an s you're talking about salem salem yeah there you go thank you so probably gonna be some kind of salem witch trials type thing going on uh which maybe that'll be cool who knows and the final thing uh before we kind of go back and maybe talk about some of this stuff is uh assassin's creed infinity uh this is going to be some kind of assassin's creed hub for the games where I guess you can go back and play them. It's going to have multiplayer. Uh, and also they didn't really say too much about this in the actual uh, video, but I read from a news article that this is where the modern day part of the story is going to be told is in Assassin's Creed infinity. People have been complaining about that, you know, animus type stuff for a decade and how they hate it, and I, they're finally going to put it here, it seems like. So, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much the long and short of what they announced. Uh, some of it's pretty interesting, but... Uh, yeah. I'm sorry if I missed it. They also are tying up... Uh, they're doing the, like, the last chapter for Valhalla as well. Yeah, I forgot um, to mention that. So they, they are going to put that out, and I think part of it's going to be free or something like that. So they are following up with the end of Valhalla, Um and uh, I mean, it's been like two years since uh, since any Assassin's Creed came out. So much welcomed rest uh, for me hearing about the series. I know uh, I don't know about you guys, but I was sick of hearing about that every year. People I listen to having to talk about it. But um, yeah, so I'm surprised you're not more excited about the uh, the news for uh, the rabbits, though, because. Uh, I you know, over you're it. all about the Switch, and you know uh, I actually really liked Mario, uh, Mario and Rabbids, the first game, and so they talked more about the uh, the second coming out, and I I personally thought the first game was a, a solid um, XCOM like. I mean, I have more success with that than I did with uh, XCOM, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, it was less <laughs> less brutal Everybody and less teeth kicking. Yeah, <laughs> you have a seventy. 70- Five percent chance, and which means you have a hundred percent chance to miss. Uh, uh, you know, it's like a ninety percent chance. Still, like I don't know, seventy percent chance to miss. That's it was, those numbers didn't mean squat. Yeah, they really didn't. So uh, no, but and also just getting to see well, Mario with the gun. So. Uh, yeah, that's what I want, Mario with a gun. Uh, man, that just reminds me of that meme. Ne- next up on Fortnite, man, that's all there is to it. You know? It just reminds me of that meme of uh, Kingdom Hearts three and it's got the characters and it's got Daffy and he's holding or not Daffy but uh, Donald and he's holding the gun that is just the best um it's it's fake but it's so funny yeah so I just kind of skimmed over that part I didn't I was like rabbits uh like whatever uh but like you said uh you know I'm Mr. Switch over here 
And the reason I'm not really too excited about games like that anymore is because there's a lot of stuff that is coming out for the Switch right now. There's really more stuff uh, than I have time to play that I would really like to play. Uh, still trying to work on Xenoblade Chronicles, though I've, I've put it down in favor of some other games that we're going to be talking about. Uh, but Bayonetta 3 is going to come out at the end of October. And then um, also Splat- uh, Splatoon 3 uh, just came out, which I don't have time nor money to touch. Uh, so there's plenty of, of, of stuff to play on the Switch. And then also the PS5 is eating up some, some time. So anything that's not like, hey, this is going to be a badass game, for Switch or really for anything is uh, going by the wayside these days. All right, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I just figured you gave up on the Switch now that you got your uh, your PlayStation Five, so that's <laughs> that's the real that's the real thing here. I haven't uh, you given still up on it. That. I haven't given up on it, but it is really hard to go back and play even like a good game like Xenoblade Chronicles after uh, playing like Horizon and stuff because it's just is like man. That is like last gen stuff, and it's not. It just doesn't do it for me anymore. Uh, I'm <laughs> anyway. So uh, yeah, so that's pretty much it for the Ubisoft forward. Uh, yeah, um, do you want to talk about the next thing? All right, sure thing. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, you talking about the uh, awesome games done quick? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we're gonna step into the the weeds here a little bit. Uh, so. Just this past week, Awesome Games Done Quick uh, announced that they are going to be going to a digital-only event uh, for their next event in January 2023. Uh, and they, they went ahead and stated that it's uh, that the reason for it um, is due to Florida's policies on um, or their, their new legislation uh, on trans people and trans surgeries. Uh, the article I read, I think their actual quote said that uh, Florida's anti-trans legislation along with uh, their COVID policies uh, being something that the people that run AGD, AGDQ that they don't uh, agree with. Um, and I didn't know this, but I guess uh, Games Done Quick is in is in Florida. I, I guess I never knew where they were headquartered, but that seems to be uh, the where they are. Um, I know last. Uh, I know the summer event uh, has taken place before in uh, Minnesota. Okay. So I'm not. I'm not 100 sure on where the locations. I just always end up just catching the streams. Uh, and I know the last event uh, that was uh, in person. If, uh, so that they actually got to meet up for that one, if I remember correctly. So, uh, but it's always a blast to watch. Yeah, yeah, it's it's super cool to watch. Um, I I actually don't get into it that much, but I know we were talking about uh, Shadow of the Colossus earlier, and one of the few that I have watched because it was relatively short was the Shadow of the Colossus one. Watching somebody just rip through that game uh, was pretty baffling. It it always is, but that one I was like, man, that that's wild. But um, yeah, it makes sense for them to be in. Uh, did you say in Minnesota in the summertime? Well, yeah. So you you, they want to stay. They don't want. You know, they want to stay the best temperatures in either location, right? Yeah. So wintertime, uh, January in Florida is probably you know beautiful. So it makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, they'll probably end up going anywhere uh, warm climate, preferably, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, 
I just it's, it's just kind of weird. It's, but it you, seems... you, you got to make it easier for the if you know if your people are attending in person, uh, you want them to go ahead and have a good time when they're not at the event uh, as well. You know, because participants are going to have to enjoy their time out in the city, like unless if they're just going for the one thing and leaving, which would be kind of a waste of trip, right? Yeah, that's true. So that's true. But I, I just, then, but then if you did Hawaii, it'd just be too darn expensive. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, and... no one's going out there. I mean, they you they like they didn't even yeah that's that's just that's just a wild thing to ask gamers to go to go to when they don't even want to be outside in the first place. Um, <laughs> but like it's it's kind of weird to me. I guess. They probably have had to go digital um, because they can't find a suitable location to switch to on short notice. I know this this kind of stuff takes a while to to get all the the licenses and stuff, but it, it just makes sense that they would go. I mean, it makes more sense to me they would go to someplace like California, where it's like, well, it's it's warm in the winter time. It's it's kind, and then it also agrees with uh, California tends to agree with their apparent uh, preferences on these type of, uh, of issues. Um, so I kind of imagine that they might end up going someplace like that in the future, but I guess only time will tell. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but luckily, uh, they, you know, this last summer event was the first, their first return back to in person since COVID happened. Yeah. Uh, so at least they had the structure or, you know, for, to do digital because they, they were doing that the last handful of times. Uh, so it really wouldn't be that that difficult for them to fall back in, uh, opposed to like when they first started doing it. And yeah, it's um, you know they'll they'll make they'll make do. They'll have they'll find a different location. And uh, I'm you know it's a matter of um, I bet there's a lot of other logistics that go involved with uh, you know taxes and having to pay you know because it's nonprofit, but at the same time they're still gonna have to rent a venue and this that the other thing. So I don't know. Good luck to them. Uh, just you know when the time comes. Uh, everyone should just give them a watch and yeah most most definitely if you can donate because it's it's really cool to, to watch these things in there you know, it's all for a good cause so yeah it's for always sure. for for cancer research and stuff like that um yeah so that's pretty much it for that one uh and then just kind of going on here there's a uh, uh sony so sony's lawsuit claimant did a uh ama on reddit ask me anything on reddit and um, this is from, I was pulling this from a, a Eurogamer article. They were saying that it did not go well. So I decided to go to the actual source uh, of the AMA and I can confirm it did not go well for uh, this, this lawsuit claim. It. Uh, somebody popped up and uh, said, um, gosh, it, basically they said that they did a little research and that this lawsuit claimant it's just a money grab, which now, which when they said that, I was like, okay, that makes sense. So it's just some kind of money grab where they're just trying to get people into the suit. And it's, it just, it's, it's reeked of nonsense to me from the beginning. Um, not that I'm really one to want to stick up for, for, uh, the big guys, uh, for, uh, big video games as it were. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it spiraled out of control pretty quickly, and I didn't see a whole lot of responses uh, to people's questions, which were pointed. And um, anyway, so that just was kind of funny, kind of a funny little news piece to me. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't know how long, how much longer that uh, 
that uh, claim is going to last before it gets thrown out of court, but we'll see. All right. Well, well waste of time then. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasted my time, so you don't have to. Took a bullet for the team. Good job. Yeah. All right. What else we got? Um, so, uh, lastly, and uh, but not leastly, I think the Saudi the Saudi lawsuit thing is probably the least. So, lastly, is um, in the in the game multiverses, the character Velma from Scooby Doo will no longer call the cops on uh, her opponent as a particular move. Um, the people that play multiverses did not care for uh, her calling the cops on some of the other characters in that game, considering the political climate that we're in nowadays. And so uh, they did a little petition, but they didn't have to, they didn't have to go very far because uh, the developers themselves took a look at it and they were like, yeah, you're right. Um, we don't like it either. And so they decided to take it out. So now the cops will not be called. Um, and instead, uh, the Scooby-Doo mystery van, I forget the actual name of it. Is that what it's called? Mystery machine. Mystery machine. Thank you, Joe. It's on the side of the van. I, I don't know how to read. <laughs> um, the, the mystery machine will come and uh, take the uh, said culprit, enemy, whatever, away um and so that's just a little thing that they decided to do there um yeah so so joe what do you think about it do you think that that that, that makes sense or uh do you think something else um i actually think having the mystery machine show up is actually would make more sense from the beginning uh but then also it's also equally uh creepy if they're just going to throw someone in a van and then take <laughs> off on on point. multiple levels. That's a good I point. I mean, I mean, it's just like if it was an unmarked van, you'd be like, okay. It's like if it was the UK, it would also be the cops, right? Um, and so, luckily, it says mystery machine on it. And then, luckily, they're also they'd be like, hey, we got food for you. You want to come into the van? No, it's you know, they could you know they could go so wrong with a lot of ways. But honestly, my when I think Scooby Doo, I don't think the cops. So I don't know having that in there originally wasn't really you know wasn't really a thing well uh, i mean like doesn't the cops always show up at the end isn't that like wasn't yeah, that like they, how they, they... Arrest, they arrest the guy and it happens to be the first or second person you see when you, when the, you know it's a procedural it's procedural they got 15 minutes to get this done man <laughs> like they can't don't have a lot of time for red earrings uh but yeah i mean like i never had a problem with the cops showing up and and taking somebody away um but like it also kind of doesn't really, I don't know. It as far as the show goes, I remember that that's like how the kids avoid getting killed. Is they would uh, they would corner the bad guy and they would have a gun or something, and then the cops would show up and prevent the actual kids from being murdered by the murderer. Um, but maybe I'm remembering things wrong. So I don't have a problem. There was with never a murderer. <laughs> there was. <laughs> It's always someone trying to scare someone away so they can get the land to themselves or find the hidden gold or jewels or some crap. But it's always a scare tactic. It was never actual murder. Was, <laughs> the, they caused the kids caused more violence than anything by setting up booby traps galore. Uh, that's that's what they were. In fact, 
you know, they are the menace, you know? Yeah, <laughs> they are definitely the menace. I, I just, I'm just like, why do we have to worry about every, every single little thing? Uh, I mean, the cops are not the bad guys, but whatever. Um, I guess it does. It does. I, I will say that it makes a little bit more sense that Velma would be able to call the, the van and have the van come and take them away. Cause it's not like people that Velma is fighting are actual criminals. So it doesn't really I mean, make sense for the yeah, cops to actually come because it's like, it's just like, it's just def, like, it's Daffy duck. Like who cares? Velma, shut up. We're the cops. We're not coming to arrest Daffy duck, you know, or whoever else it's like just who her enemy is. So I guess, you know, in a roundabout way, it makes more sense for, the mystery machine to come than the cops because the cops would just be like, fuck this shit. Yeah. And, you know, and on the bright side, at least it was never like the cops coming out and beating on them, you know, anyone. So there you go. <laughs> oh, uh, you should be, should have been happy because you could have seen that being in the rough draft originally. And, uh, you know, someone probably went, hold, you know, pump the brakes, man. Wait a minute. Uh, That's where focus groups would really pay off. Yeah. That is wild. So, no, it's <laughs> <laughs> watching like Bugs Bunny crawling on the ground is like cops beat him. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, no, instead, be... instead you'll get to see him thrown in a van and then never to be heard from again. Um, actually, I don't. Uh, I barely like I I barely looked into uh this game. Period. Like I remember when it, the you know it was first announced, and then when it first started getting like some there was some early like beta testing, and I heard semi-positive things but this also came out just after nickelodeon did theirs and that was not really well received uh or at least i didn't think it was at the time maybe it was um well, the thing is i don't play the platformer um uh you know fighter games so it's like i didn't even play the playstation all-stars you know so oh, yeah and then i got that i had that one for free thanks to sony and i never touched it so what i heard uh, just real quick what i heard about the nickelodeon one is that it it was really, it was, uh, it was really sound fighter, but it didn't have any, like, it didn't have like the music and it didn't have like the, or it didn't have the voices for a lot of the characters. And, uh, so it was just, it, it just needed more money and time to be put into it, to fill it out. But people said that the fighting and they kind of lamented, they're like, you know, the fighting in this game and this game, you know, the bones of this game are really good. It's just not uh, fully really finished. Um, so that's kind of okay. the long and short of that. So so then uh, this is probably Warner Brothers then uh, yeah. who's backing uh, the multiverse. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they most definitely pro have more money to pitch around probably uh, than a half-baked like Nickelodeon thing. Yeah. Uh, but all right. That makes sense. Uh, any other Scooby-Doo crew in there or is it just Velma? I don't know. I'm oh, just, it's probably I just, Shaggy because Shaggy Shaggy has to be in there, right? Because of surely, all the memes. Surely he yeah. has to be in there. I, I I don't know. I just read the news, man. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't play that. I, I mean, it seems like it might be a pretty cool game. I don't, is it free? Free to play? It seems like it would be. I don't know. But I will say that Multiversus is a good name for a game. Like, for the, what they're going for, I'm really surprised it's not taken. Uh, so bravo to them on on getting that name because that's that's a pretty good get but yeah so that's it that's all i had for the news um and uh yeah that's it all right well uh that's you know thanks for that um so 
do you want to take a break or are you good to go? I'm good to go, dude. All right. So let's get into some of the things that we've been playing. Uh, so you mentioned earlier about, uh, you know, Bayonetta 3 coming out uh, just around the corner. And uh, luckily, thanks to you, uh, you, you ended up getting uh, Bayonetta 1 and 2 on the Switch. Uh, and like a cheap person that I am, I went ahead <laughs> and you, you let me go ahead and register uh, my Switch as yours. And then I, I'm a sub account on there. So I'm able to play. No, I'm letting everyone know. It's okay. Um, Nintendo's going to come and get us, dude. They're going to break your legs. So I went ahead and uh, downloaded Bayonetta 1. And I was giving it some, you know, because I hadn't actually ever played the, uh, Bayonetta at all. I played oh, wow. a bit okay. of, uh, De- yeah, Devil May Cry 1 and 2 uh, I've played. I gave up on 3. And then when Bayonetta came out, I was like, nah, dude, it's just the same thing. But, you know, now you're going with, um, uh, trying to go with sex appeal. And I've learned at that point where, like, I'm not particularly fond of the Devil May Cry series. I mean, it was over-the-top story was phenomenal, but as far as the actual mechanics go, I was never able to dive deep into the nuance that some people just really love. Uh, I, on the other hand, just button-mashed my way through, do a couple combos, and then just, I brute-forced my way through to the end. Uh, it, it actually felt more like the original God of War games to me than it did um you know like the uh the combo and really techniques driven game that most people play it as uh so i was you know i was never able to like devil may cry get those style points uh the combos up really you know as i probably should have so given how much it being such a long time since i played any of those games uh yeah not really surprising I'm still not very good at this game. I mean, it just I feel like I'm more like button mashing my way through. I'm like, this is uh it's entertaining just from a, a perspective of like I can't believe they've they let this on uh Nintendo platform. I mean Bayonetta 2 was exclusively uh the Wii U, was it, I believe? So yeah, I think that's the case. And uh but yeah, the fact that you know that Nintendo's owning a franchise like this. So let, as a whole, I'm not very good at it, and it's not my cup of tea. So I kind of burnt myself out. I played a, I played a handful, and I'm like, yeah, I got my fill. I'm not. I, I now no no. I'm not going to waste my time on Bayonetta three. I'm going to let you regale me of your tales. But outside of that, that's it. Good, uh, because I I ordered the uh, the. the um special edition $90 with the book and all that crap. Uh, that came back up. And so I ordered that. So that's going to be a physical release. So uh, unfortunately you weren't going to be able to play it anyway, at least not for me. Cause I was like, I'm getting one of these limited editions. I don't care. I have been waiting to get one of these damn limited editions since I should have tried to get, I should have tried to get Metroid. Cause that probably would have been the last one I would have been able to get. But anyway, yeah, I played, uh, I played Ben at a, Back on the uh, back last year on the PC, um, and uh, I really should. I mean, I think I bought it for five bucks, but I ma- mainly got this double pack in order to get Bayonetta two because it's it's kind of it's stuck on Switch, um, even though it's a years old game. It's still pretty expensive, uh, uh, but I haven't started playing it yet. Bayonetta one, I actually made a good way through. Gosh, I think I played that on normal and I was just, you know, I was playing along and I got, I just hit a wall and I was getting my ass kicked 
I was like, this game is so freaking hard. And then I looked around and I had totally missed out, forgotten on uh, the uh, the the black guy that that helps you his like restaurant or whatever his bar. You're supposed to go in there and get upgrades. Hadn't been getting any upgrades, and it was like it was like so freaking hard. And I was just getting stuck. And I was like, "What in the world's going on?" Finally, I found that place. And I got the upgrades and then it was easy. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. So I don't know if you've uh, tried that, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I really like Bayonetta. Uh, it's, it's uh, a pretty amazing game for the time it came out. Uh, short and sweet, but you know, really, really cool, you know, shooting around and stuff like that. Um, so I'm, I'm actually uh, been playing some other stuff, but I'm going to be getting into Bayonetta 2 uh, this week to uh, really try to get that for the next time we talk on the podcast. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're playing that. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad I touched back with it. It was, you know, like I said, it was a fun concept, but it's just like, I, you know, i I just, for some reason, my brain doesn't click as well as other games when it comes to that, you know, the actual mechanics of, you know, I end up, like I said, I just go back to button mashing. Uh, it's, you know, it's yeah, kind of, I don't think that it's really that, nuanced i mean there's i mean maybe somebody could prove me wrong but but like once i started getting upgrades playing on hard was not was not all that hard you kind of just use the things that they give you and in any order that you really want and it and i was able to get through most stuff without too much trouble yeah it reminds me of like how i i feel like i'm playing um when I play any of those Musou games, especially the ones that uh, the most recent ones that came out for the Switch, uh, Fire Emblem Warriors and or Heroes, no Warriors, yep. And then there's the the first uh, Legend of Zelda one that they came out with. Yeah. And it's just like it just it's fun to look at, but playing it uh, is just mind numbing for me. <laughs> like it is it is a great thing to have like in the background maybe. You know, like you, you're, you're half, half your attention's focused on a TV show or a podcast or something. But I just, I want more, I guess, uh, engagement. Yeah, you know, I want from from a game like this. I guess I want to be actually more focused on it. And I feel like uh, it was just not enough for me. And you know, that's it. I just this game wasn't really for me the first time around. And I was hoping that maybe some time had changed and I can come back to it. And no, it just. It's the same as it was before. Yeah, I think there's definitely games that probably do what this game is trying to do, but better. Uh, uh, like uh, Devil May Cry 5. Uh, I played a little bit of that. And that does have... That is like a fighting game. That is very nuanced and is doing a lot of kind of crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, there's probably other stuff that you could spend your time on that's a little bit more enjoyable probably for you. Yeah, um, I also think that, you know, but I they do do some of the cutscenes and stuff are, are fun and flashy. And that's why I loved about Devil May Cry uh, the first couple of games, because it was just so over the top, you know, action and cheesy. Uh, very much like the, um, kind of reminds me of Metal Gear Revengeance or whatever that uh, was. Yeah, Revengeance, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that, I mean, that is also platinum. a platinum game, yeah. Yeah, yep, for sure. Platinum being platinum, or at least the A tier platinum. You know, so yeah. uh, that's you know they're they're great when they're they're great when they're great, uh, and but for me it ends up being a uh, you know it's a fun it's a fun YouTube watch I guess in the end it's 
uh just for me personally but like i said i know a lot of people who are really into it and who could do really good stuff uh but yeah outside of that uh i've been i uh, i i touched a board game <laughs> it's first time in a while uh, so show I me bought, on the board game uh, where the joe touched you <laughs> yeah right <laughs> it touched me in the feels um it was a really good really good game uh so i played this game called spirit island uh ended up buying uh buying it for my significant other a while ago and i also bought the expansion right away because i'm an idiot but i was like it was a good deal and i was like i'm gonna buy it even though we're not gonna touch the expansion for who knows how long and we've barely gotten a chance to play this board game but the few times we have it's kind of kicked our teeth in. Uh, so uh, to explain what this game is, is uh, it's a uh, cooperative uh, game where you and I believe up to four, four people total uh, can go ahead and uh, try to work together to, uh, to defend your island. And how uh, this game is, you get to select a, you're one of a certain god, like a type of elemental god of some sort. And you, you have these, uh, character cards you can pick from. Uh, they have certain difficulty rankings on them, and essentially, depending on how many people you play as, uh, you configure. You have a little board pieces that are uh, four four different elemental tile sets. So, if you've ever played anything like um, Catan, you can kind of see like the hexagonal pattern. And uh, essentially, what you do is uh, you you know, depending on the the layout of your island. Uh, your job as a god is to defend them from invaders. Uh, they kind of look like Spaniards, I guess. Uh, but it's a, it's that concept of uh, these people, you know, you have uh, a soldier or like, you know, explorer come in and then o- eventually over the next turn, they'll build a settlement, which would be like a little, uh, a little town. And then they'll build and then eventually they have the threat of building a city. And you have your native people on the island who worship uh, these different gods uh, who you're playing as. Um, yeah, it's each uh, each god plays very different, and it's it's kind of the fun part is you can, you have so many uh, so many different ways you can play. It has a lot of replayability, and uh, it's kind of difficult, but also just like any board game the first handful of times we've been playing we've been playing it wrong well there's always a key thing that we're like oh wait i've been misreading this icon this icon is means like to cause fear and not it looks like a it looks like a shield with two spears going through it it's more of a angry screaming skull face uh with a you know, with uh, two spears behind it. I'm like, oh, okay. I really thought it was a shield. So I've been do- I've been giving myself plus defense instead of uh, fear. Like, I don't know. It's just weird mechanics. You know, every board game kind of does this, unless if you have someone who's uh, already familiar with it, uh, who can really lay out the rules. And so, uh, buddy, of mine came over. We ended up spending uh, four hours, three, three hours, maybe, uh, trying to slowly playing this game and we won, but it also probably took us a little extra longer because by the time we were done, it was like two 30 in the morning. We started really late and we're like, we win. Yeah, we won. Okay, cool. I think we played the game wrong, but we're all pretty confident we played it right. So we're going to count this as a legitimate win. <laughs> the first time we've had actually a successful time. If you know. we just agree, that we have won, then we have won, and no one can yeah. say otherwise. 
Yeah, so this is the first time I've actually played a character. I played the same character as I did last time. And that week, so I'm like, I'm familiar with you. It's too late in the evening. I'm not going to try to learn a new character. I am sticking with you. And then the same, same thing with my other buddy. Like, ended up doing picking the exact same character they played before. Like, cool, we're, we're already familiar with this. And uh, yeah, it, it was, it's a good time. It's a deck builder, kind of, uh, essentially. Is, okay. Uh, you start out, each, each god starts out with their own uh, hand. And then as the uh, as the invasion progresses, essentially, it's kind of random where the, um, what tiles the invaders will go on and where they'll start to grow and ravage. Uh, and you slowly gain more cards, uh, unlock more abilities for your each you know each character. But I don't want to go too too crazy in depth because listening to the rules of a board game is boring as hell. So on that note, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll... I'm going to move to you. <laughs> Well, I'll just say that uh, before I go on to the other the games I've been playing, um, yeah, like playing a board game the first time is always, it's always a slog. Even if it's similar to what other things you play, I mean, that does help. But um, it's always a slog to to get the rules into your brain and to kind of navigate your way around. It's always the second and third and fourth time. And, and then when you get really good at board games, that's when they're like super fun and they they actually are worth uh, the money that you paid for them. But uh, that sounds like a pretty cool game. It does sort of sound like Northgard, which I think I talked about a few weeks ago, a few months ago on this podcast. Um, but yeah, it's within pretty... the last year. Yeah, it's definitely been within the last year. I think it's been, I think it's like maybe in June or something like that. But anyway, um, so that does sound pretty cool. Uh, I'll have to check it out. But um, for me, I have been playing. I have finally uh, decided to finish up with God of War 2018. So uh, I started this whenever it came out back in January for the PC. And um, I got about 10 hours in. Something else came out and I had to, I had to jump onto that. It's probably, it probably Elden Ring. It, it might have been around that time. But anyway, um, something else came out and I decided to jump onto that. So I finally got back to it and I ended up spending, uh, I, I was, I was thinking I was about halfway through whenever I put it down and I was pretty, pretty spot on. I ended up spending just a little bit over 20 hours on it. Um, I did some of the side quests like, uh, like the really low hanging fruit, like, Hey, go in this room and do this puzzle and you, but you don't actually have to, but it's here. So I did a couple of those things, but for the most part, I just kind of rammed my way through that game and tried to just get the storyline. Cause I, I mean, I wanted to play it, but like mostly I want to just get the storyline so that I'm ready for God of War two, whenever it comes out, uh, this November, I think. Um, so yeah, I finally finished that. I, I really liked the story. Uh, look, the gameplay of I mean, the whole game was really great, but the story was really great. Um, I think that they, they kind of, there was some things where they were like, they kind of made certain characters act a certain way so they could get the, the ending to line up the way that they wanted it to be. But, um, otherwise it was, uh, very well told and very well acted. Um, I think that, I think the, the actress that played Freya, I think she won some award or something for, for playing that or. She was up for the game awards or something like that, but um, she did a really good job. 
uh, Kratos, the guy that played him, awesome. Even the kid was 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 pretty good. But and uh, the head, uh, I forget his name, started with an M. But uh, he was great. He was uh, I got him like soon after I I picked the game back up again. So you don't get him till like halfway through the game, which I was kind of surprised by. But um, anyway. I really enjoyed it, and now I'm ready to play God of War 2. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's um, uh, Mimir is the head. Mimir, that's right. Uh, but he's, uh, yeah, he, he was some of the funniest bits. Uh, and, you know, that game is solid from front to back. Uh, I did, I completely did everything you could on uh, the PlayStation 4 with that. I, uh, the, the, all of it was manageable. The only part that was, that actually gave me any, um anything tedious was finding all the portals and ripping those open i think there's a few um there was the last valkyrie was a nightmare um so the, some of the valkyries are tough but they're all relatively manageable that last valkyrie though because once you do them all you then unlock the final one because uh towards uh there's you'll you'll see like a kind of round table set up where uh and you unlock that one and I I beat my head against that one so hard. Uh I actually had to respec a couple times to try to diff- try to do some other things differently. I was just like I, there has to be a better way and I barely squeaked out. I don't know. I was just a matter of luck. I felt like half the time uh I had not had a boss battle that made me so like controller throwing angry. Uh... Um I you know I don't throw my controllers, but man, if I did, that controller would have gone. Uh, yeah, I don't throw controllers almost... either. Uh, I, I, yeah. People who do, I'm just like, man, what are you doing with your life? But uh, I do understand sometimes the, the the visceral anger that comes. But people who do throw controllers, I think everyone that I've known who throws who throws controllers is a better gamer than me. Uh, so maybe there's <laughs> something to that. I don't know. Yeah, like uh, it, it's one of those. Uh, if it reminds me of um, an old SNK uh, final boss where like everyone everything's manageable, and then you get to the last boss, and they just do nothing but like cheat moves, and they, it's like you're like you are meant to steal all my quarters. That's what you're designed for, uh, and that's how I felt the last uh, the last Valkyrie was. Uh, and but yeah, I, it was very satisfying beating it, uh, just because I got the platinum there. I'm like, all right, this is it. I'm I'm happy with that. No, the story was excellent. The they did one of the best things I I always like in games where when you're in the middle of talking, usually it's when you're rowing the boat, and then you hit uh, shore, they'll stop, and then the next time you get back in the boat, they'll pick up where they left off. You know, like where was I, or like you know, back to this. And I'm like, I like the fact that because uh, it does help with the uh, pacing as well because other games. I'll have to, especially like a Grand Theft Auto or something like that, where they're talking along the way to your objective. Now I, I've already made it to my objective, but I want to hear you stop, continue talking. So I have to actually stop before I hit that marker and then just so I can you know, idly listen. And then when they're finally done talking, then I can go forward. Because if I don't, I'll forever not hear what they say. Right. So they did a really good job with that. And that's one of the, my favorite things for um, a game developer to do is let you fucking hear, hear the rest of the, what they're talking about. Yeah, that they do a good job with that, and they they do uh, the stories for the in between, you know, travel time and stuff like that, where you're running around or in the boat. Uh, the stories are good; they're they're interesting. They often have to do with uh, with what you just learned, 
about in the game, some little extra stories here and there. And it's, it's, I would much rather that be the case than going around and picking up uh, audio logs or something like that. If you can, if you can build it into something that I already have to do, then I don't feel so bad about like sitting there walking or like walking around and listening to an audio log. It's that just, it, it just, it, it, if it's baked in better like that, it's, it's a better situation, I think. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, I'm glad you finally got around to finishing it though. So that's, that's good to hear. Uh, it is, it is a seriously solid piece of work. Um, and, you know, granted everyone makes fun of games for doing it, but they do a good job of hiding the load times. Yeah. Uh, despite like, you know, that, yeah. but there, there's quite a few when backtracking, like, oh, I have to go through that, that tight space again. And they're like, oh, I'm going to squeeze through the hide your load time. I'm like, but at the same time, it's, uh, what it, it's it's more visually interesting than watching that load screen. Yeah. It's at least you're pushing forward. You know, you're doing something with the controller and it, and it does take a while for you to kind of get to where you're like, this is just another load screen. You know, you, you, it does at least in the first, you know, five to 10 hours, you're like, Oh, okay, I'm just doing this thing. But at least it, it sets back that annoyance meter that builds up. That uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, I, I would say it's like a um, uh, resentment. There's like a resentment meter that builds up on games, or just like this fucking game. Uh, and that they take it makes it it makes so that doesn't build up quite so fast. But yeah, they do a lot of good a lot of good work hiding that stuff. Some of the climbing is that way too, where you're climbing around. I'm like, why the fuck am I climbing around? Why is it taking so long to climb? Oh, cause there's a loading screen that's hiding here, but it's still, it's still enjoyable. And, um, I did figure out some of the, some of the surprises that they were going to throw at me right before they threw them at me. So they did a pretty good job of hiding those, but I still was like, I bet this is, and then bow, there it is. Okay. And then they did a good job uh, ending the game. I thought this was going to be a total like cliffhanger or something. And uh, it, it's not, it, it definitely, the game wraps up uh, with what they're trying to do. So I guess they weren't sure if they were going to make another one or what, but uh, I definitely appreciated that. Cause uh, I don't know. I, I, if it's story's really good, I, I am like, yeah, give me another game. And I don't care if it's a cliffhanger. But uh, sometimes I just I just want it to be done if I if I want it to be done. They ended up uh, hinting at though through the game uh, because they've already said like you know different uh, different eras gods all exist like simultaneously oh. and then they show uh, because you know obviously he he's a he's from the Greek god faction and so they, he's visiting North you know gods uh, and then there's they make. Uh, they make reference to Egypt and to Japan uh, in, in some of the treasure rooms or some of the artifacts or something like that. I did notice so, some Egypt stuff, yeah. But I – oh, and then I did see like the like the yin-yang war type. It wasn't yin-yang, but it was their similar symbol but for war. I did see that and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so you know, theoretically you have future places you can romp through uh, if they wanted to expand the story in those directions. That'd be really great for like DLC. I, I know that uh, I was listening to some podcast last year and uh, they were talking about God of War 2 and how that was going to, I mean, last I heard God of War 2 is going to 
wrap it up uh, for as many as they want to make right now. Um, and they were talking about the um, like like the director of the last one is going to be the director for this one, and how when you make three games, you're talking about you know you're talking about like somewhere between nine and twelve years of your career on one game series. Uh, that's a lot to ask, you know, uh, of somebody. And you know, they're 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 well paid, and it works out. But it does when I put it when they put it in that kind of context, I was like. Yeah, I think if I was a director or whoever was doing this stuff, I'd be like, yeah, let me do two games, six years, six, eight years, somewhere in there. And then I want to move on with my career and do something different. Um, so, so yeah, I, I don't know. For if sure. Gonna... But I mean, at the same time, you like you got your team that knows how to do this stuff. And so and franchises, you know, no franchise will ever be buried forever. Yeah. Um, so what they you know, but now they have a kid. So you know just total spitball in here um i figure kratos they'll kill off kratos i'll say it now um You're probably right. and then the kid, the kid oh, will take man. up the god of war mantle um you know like father like son uh and therefore they can spin off his young adventures into uh goddom or whatever like you know in uh, egypt or murder something. murder yeah exactly you got anywhere else you can go and yeah, I mean it's you know, learn new techniques, growing pains, all that stuff. I bet, I bet that's might will probably happen. I guess the last thing I'll say about about this is that is the, right regarding the story. Uh, I won't get too spoilery, but like, uh, but uh, you know, gird your loins. Um, the way that they take kind of the absurdity of the first games, just kind of the the raw bloodshed and kind of ridiculousness. Uh, of the violence of those first games and weave it into a pretty touching and interesting story about, about trauma and, and, uh, you know, carrying those, those, uh, those old demons with you and like the kind of the cycle of violence, um, into this game. I thought that was really probably the best part about the game. Uh, at least the story of the game, because, it made something that was ridiculous in the past have a lot of meaning now in a in a more advanced way here in the future. So anyway, that was pretty cool. But that's all I got to say about that. All right. Uh, anything else you've been playing? Yeah, I have been playing another game. And the question is, have you been playing this other game? Joe? Um, not with you. Uh but have you played it at all? I have. I've played it a little bit. Uh, just unfortunately, uh, I'm only. I've only gotten a few hours in. That's it. Well, the game that we are talking about is Saints Row. And uh, so did you. So you last time you'd played a little bit of uh, the not the game game. But have you actually gotten into the story at all of Saints Row? Yeah, um, I just gotten past like uh, a little bit. You know, past the main uh, in, like. Uh, intro essentially is the way i'll put it and then i've gotten to just uh, mess around with the world and you know kind of have some fun uh unfortunately i got a couple groups of people that want like all want to play the game with me and yeah i know right yeah i gotta pick and choose uh too bad i just assumed you're just uh you're just gonna be blowing me off for um uh for your switch is you know generally how i always felt (laughs) 
I'll whatever it is, I'll I'll just spin the game on you. I'll spin the different system on you. And then when you're playing something on the Switch, like where were you on the Switch? I'm like, oh, you, you you were too busy playing the PS5. Uh <laughs> <laughs> fucking gaslighting me over here. Uh I mean like like if we can like you're playing it on PS4, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so we can it, we can cross play. It plays just fine. And we can totally play this game uh together. Uh it's honestly, like I said, I've only gotten to even touch it just for a handful of hours. So well, it's uh, it's no nowhere near as much as I want to. So well, I will totally multiplayer it with you whenever whenever you have time. Um, I had played up to about ten hours last weekend, and I don't think I'm quite twenty hours in, but I I know I'm somewhere between ten and twenty, probably about uh, fifteen or eighteen somewhere in there. Um, nice. And uh, I have uh, I did get a good ways in the story, not not a ton ton. But I did get a good little ways in the story, and I have been screwing around in the world a lot. Um, this game, when it came out, it was getting, you know, sixes and sevens um, uh, with a, kind of an emphasis on the sixes that it was getting. I think that that is kind of unfair. Uh, I think that six is pretty unfair for this game. Um, I've been running into a couple little glitches here and there, but nothing... That's like game breaking or earth shattering had to do. I never had to do. I think I had to do a hard reload like one time where I got out of the car and I was just like stuck in the world geometry. Um, but besides that, I haven't really run into any anything serious in bugs. Um, so that's out of the way. Uh, as far as the story goes, it's dumb, but it's funny. It's light. Um, there's a part where he, and I just, I, I clipped this cause it was so funny. Um, he said, uh, he said, you guys had me at murder circus. <laughs> Gosh, man, there's a lot of like really funny stuff. It makes fun of like California culture in a really cheeky way. And like, uh, kind of, uh, zoomer millennial type culture and that stuff. Um, the driving's good. The shooting could be better, but it's it's arcadey in a fun enough way. Uh, it's not too difficult. Um, it's like, to me, as much as I played, it's hard to give this game less than a seven. Like I know, like you know, you talk, uh, you could say everything you want, and then you just give it a seven. But it's fun. The graphics are good. Uh, the gameplay is good. It doesn't ever waste your time. Loading screens. When you die, you get a loading screen. That's kind of your punishment, but it doesn't take that long. Um, it's well, a, not long for you. You're playing on the PS5. So. Well, I am playing on the PS5, but it's a pretty, it's a pretty game. It's, it's beautiful to look at. Um, it's a good, it's a really good game. I am actually really glad that you maybe made me buy this. Uh, because I find myself kind of jumping into this, like kind of being like, what am I going to play? Well, like I should play, I should play Bennett to start getting on that. But you know what? I can just go check some boxes in Saints Row and, you know, drive this thing back and do this wingsuit thing and change my outfit a little bit. And it's a good little checkbox, do nothing, fuck around game. I'm I'm really liking it a lot. That's how I felt the third one was, and that's why I liked it so much. 
uh, you know, only made better when you play with friends, I think. But just by itself, uh, even this the storyline. I mean, they they're self aware. Uh, as far as what I've seen in the um, in this newest one, I'm uh, like I. It seems to be just like that. I'm like, it's not going to be a masterpiece, and I never expected it to be to begin with. Uh, but I solely thought it was going to be a good time. I mean. And yeah, if you're looking at it as a piece of art, yeah, I get, yeah, it's just a six. I mean, I can see, I can see people's argument. It's not going to be when you're comparing it to something like God of War or something. Yeah, yeah but it's literally like uh, an eight as or a, nine, though. You know. Yeah, but as as a solid just game by itself, um, you know, I think it is what it is, and I'm like, it. You'll walk away with, you know, if you come into it expecting a really hard story, like a really something, um. Like boiled. Grand Theft Auto or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, then then you're going to be disappointed. Uh, but if you want something a little more slapstick uh, and a, just goofy, then yeah, this is most definitely going to do better for you. I, that's what I came in knowing, <laughs> uh, especially after uh, Saints Row 4. I was so disappointed. Uh, it wasn't, uh, I, I don't know. I think that it's like that moment, the moment they jumped the shark, as it were. So I'm like, okay, bringing it back down, starting a new group. All right, that's fine. And... So yeah, I'm I I really do want to get more into it by the end uh within the next couple of weeks, you know. I you know, it's just unfortunately uh time time has been not been on my side lately. So Yeah. Have you have you had a chance to uh look at the or listen to the voices that you can choose from? There's about 7 voices that you can choose from for your main yeah, character. Yeah, and it angered the crap out of me because there's no that's I talked about this last time. There's no um cockney accent oh yeah uh, for, it, the, yeah. for the male for the there's there's a there's like a female british uh yeah and that's i'm like all right so because of that i now have to make a, a specialized character solely based off the uh, the british female voice i have a person who i want and i've that's one of the reasons that what that's what kind of made me go really deep into that character creator yeah hoping that someone had pre-made my person for me but they didn't um they'll probably be a so mod speaking, yeah uh well it's like speaking of which uh did you uh, go with a preset character or did you make your own oh no the preset characters suck uh so i i, I made my own um i got some pretty good screenshots uh there's one oh you need to go look at my at my uh playstation profile background because uh there's a pretty badass uh screenshot i got of myself uh flying i'll just i'll just say it since we're on the podcast but i'm flying in my wingsuit and I've got my werewolf head on, and there's the moon, the full moon, like right behind me. Uh, it's pretty badass, uh, if I do say so myself. But um, yeah, so I made my own character. Um, the voice number one is sort of the smarmy white guy voice, and it works really well for all of the for all of the dialogue because it's like it's it's just the perfect like joke. Like the perfect humor level dialogue. There's other voices I've listened to them a little bit, but like I don't know how well they would work with the, with the jokes because whoever did that for voice number one is is perfect. He is like spot on. But uh, yeah, I can't wait to show you my character. Um, he's just like this, just just jerky looking dude. And then I've looked. I've made some other characters. They have some very strange faces as the presets. Um, but you can, you can make it do all kinds of stuff. And, uh, yeah, I've, so mostly I've been just saving outfits and stuff like that. So I can jump back and forth into different, uh, things, but yeah, it's, 
like like one thing this game makes me think is that you know uh grand theft auto 6 is it kind of shows me what grand theft auto 6 can be with the new technology um and i'm excited to see that too but like that this is is doing a lot of really really cool stuff uh with cars drive really well and it's just it's just a kind of a good fun easy game to play yeah um so with the uh i don't know i i've played as uh just just because i spent so much time originally just mess trying to uh looking at other characters and messing around with the character creators i just went with the default um uh lady on the cover essentially uh for my for my player character okay. who's the um yeah so it's like what happened was the first line of dialogue when you're in the club like the very very intro and the, the moment you walk out i'm like that voice does not match that face and i was really taken back and so i'm like let me see if i can just change the voice i'm like nope no other voice worked like as a whole that voice is the best for that character but i was just like just that first line of dialogue was really jarring because that was not what i had in my mind and eventually like i said it's one of those things that i have to it'd be good to just play around with the character creator because they really let you do a lot i remember a buddy of mine uh essentially made uh spock in in uh saints row i think the second one actually and just played spock the entire time uh because you can make your ears all pointed and stuff like that and they they carried that to the to the third game like this is this is canon now this is my own head canon (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty cool yeah i mean like uh they you know the character that you make is rendered in engine so you know you can be one character and then and then uh go through a cutscene and then switch out and remake your whole whole look and voice and everything and then go to the next cutscene type uh storyline thing and it, it it'll all it'll fits right in there with what they've got so uh that's that's a pretty cool thing to you can just switch it on the fly yeah i remember the one of the mods for uh saints for the third was the uh, the toilet yeah so you can you're just literally a toilet uh, okay so you so you're here you are parachuting with uh you know with a girl in your lap and you're just a toilet Oof. Yeah, uh, n- don't underestimate the creativity of uh, of people or the boredom, I guess. Yeah, um, I-, I just don't know. I mean, I just don't know what they're going to do next with, with this stuff. I mean, they could go, they could make it pretty wacky. They could go even further. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. I'm going to start playing other games, but uh, this game was definitely going to, this game is definitely going to be my, I don't know what the fuck I else want to do today or tonight. I got 30 more minutes. I guess I'll go cause some mayhem and Saints Row. It's great. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, well, I think that's been about all that we've been playing. So let's get into what we've actually been watching. Uh, I'll go ahead and uh, kick off this first little bit. Uh, and so one of the things I've actually started watching, uh, it's been out already. It's completed, or at least the anime is for uh, the Japanese version. And that's uh, the English translation is... Um, Laidback camp or uh, Yuru camp, not to be confused with a uh, Yuri camp because that'd be completely different. Um, <laughs> a much different, but it anime. <laughs> well, it is a bunch of it is a all female cast of uh, it's just a slice of life, all, girls enjoying camping. Okay, and 
it's like they go it's it's whoever uh created it is most definitely like i'm a huge camping nerd i want an excuse to write off a bunch of uh ex- you know like tax write off a bunch of uh, equipment so let me just go ahead and make that as a reference material for an anime there you go uh okay. but it's really wholesome it's it's just simple friendly fun uh, uh yeah it, do you know where it's uh it's streaming is, is it on crunchyroll i feel like i saw it on crunchyroll probably question mark um okay. mine's on the internet um that's where i found it <laughs> it's streaming on, it the, on internet, the internet Nick. streaming on the yes. internet <laughs> okay gotcha uh, so yes it's uh it's totally just if you want something simple not you know just a simple slice of life and that makes you kind of feel like you can have more confidence in camping like that's a good tip well then yeah the go for it i it's it's i find more interest in the fact that uh things cost always more expensive in japan and so just to watch some of this camping equipment i'm like i wonder how expensive that stuff would actually be in japan because uh, anything luxury like that i mean they also take camping to a, a different level yeah being like they sell they actively sell cars with the commercials being like you can slap a tent in the back of this hatchback and then you can use it for camping um and it's just like why when you can just do a tent but like all the commercials like oh yeah totally the the back end of this you know this will fold down and becomes your bed and then you just you know it's uh, yeah well i actually (laughs) have a um a tent that goes over the back of my truck and the the reasoning on that is if you don't want to sleep on the ground or there's, I mean, there's like snakes and stuff. And I mean, they could still potentially get up like there, but if you're in the mud or something like that, it's just, it's just a little bit easier. If you sleep, not exactly on the ground, sleep in the bed. I've seen the camping. I've seen there also have the rooftop uh, camping uh, set. So you literally have a step ladder to get to the roof of your car and then you'll have the pop. That way you have the full, um, you know, canvas yeah, experience. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's a, like I said, it's a it's a fun little anime that I you know totally recommend. I think there's only like four episodes so far in English. Okay. Uh, but yeah, if you want, you know, it's uh, if you're any if that sounds remotely interesting, give it a shot because it's most definitely um, you know, it's an enjoy enjoyable thing to have in the background. Uh, but yeah, uh, the last thing I've been watching has been um. I wasn't really sure what to make of this one, and uh, just because I thought the name was really stupid, uh, but it's Licorice Recoil, and it uh, the concept is it's you know in the it's in the near future, and essentially a government organization takes a bunch of orphan girls and trains them to be uh, assassins to like suppress any upheaval. So if you got someone who's going to be like a terrorist or if there's like arms deals going on, you hire the this like hit squad to take out and prevent things from getting real ugly. So they're essentially, they might as well just be like the equivalent of like the uh, Mission Impossible Force or something like that. Uh, and I actually really, really like the art style to this. Uh, the main character... She is very different. Uh, 
she has this like you know lightish pink hair and in my brain i keep on trying to see her as a different character altogether but she is like a wholly unique at least in my opinion she looks very unique to herself like she doesn't look like she's aped off of anyone else um and it's really refreshing but it also is really jarring at the same time because her sidekick uh looks looks like she could be from a few other anime and so like I see her, I'm like, okay. And then I keep on seeing the back of this, you know, the main character's head. And the moment she turns around, my brain's still trying to process, like, I'm expecting to see someone more cutesy or more, I don't know, something else. And, uh, but I really like the fact that her character design is unique in the world of anime. <laughs> That's something else because everyone tries to look like something else. Um, so the, the action is good. Uh, if you are a fan of like, uh cqc as it were uh or gunplay uh she she holds you know the way she holds her firearm her pistol is generally the more uh tactical style uh they whoever uh the author obviously is a big fan of that kind of stuff because uh she holds it close to her body the way they have her aim, aim, you know aiming and uh ducking around corners but you know it's a uh, Oh, it's just it's a simple little thing that uh, it, I, it looks like a slice of life now. Kind of. It's like it's all happy and cheery. Uh, it'll probably turn real south later is what I'm hoping for. I'm, I'm expecting it to be uh, on the uh, more heavy on the action side. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I think the story will get more there, but I've only been a couple episodes in as well. And that's only like, you know, three or four episodes currently in English. Uh but you know, it's, I I I'm actually I'm pleasantly surprised with this one. Like Yudu Camp, uh, I I knew that that was already like you know a comfortable thing to get in. But this, I was I was like I really wasn't sure what to expect. And I'm like, oh wow, that's actually it's a it's a lot of fun. Uh, one that I'm oh yeah, there's one last anime that I'm starting to turn on. <laughs> I was is uh, uh Lucifer and the Biscuit Hammer. It's like, you know, it was always a weird one because the animation was slightly off, uh, but I liked it because it also just as a whole looked a little different, but the main character is kind of a sad sack. And I was like, all right, well, let's see where this goes. And it kind of, I was kind of hoping for it, but then something like episode five, um, like there's a, like in the beginning, towards the beginning of the episode, I'm like, okay, from the way this is going, I believe that there's a predictable thing that's going to happen at the end of the episode. Sure enough, I called it. Uh, and then the next episode was super jarring like the they did a lot of hard cuts and like just really bad editing choices and it reminded me of uh that movie um what was it argon or aragon or something like that it was like the dragon uh trilogy book oh aragon yeah um so that uh because i just i remember watching that movie and being like this is the worst edited film i've ever come across i never saw uh, it <laughs> it was hot garbage uh it really was it was literally i still remember this one scene to this day is they peek around over some rocks and like oh there's guards on the road or something like that we have to be quiet and get around the very next scene is them by a riverbed going on guard as they ch as they are doing their training montage and it's just like wait what yeah, um someone didn't think this through one of our friends said yeah it seems like someone cut up the film threw it in a shotgun blasted it and then said okay let's just wherever it lies we're just going to put it together and that's so that's how this like episode six was for me is uh 
it was doing so many hard like we're he's a person in a deep thought next thing hard cut he's waking up in his futon the next morning you're like wait what is this a dream or is he like uh, they did that multiple times in the episode uh having like almost nothing happen and then waking up in a futon and or like just like next thing you know they're completely somewhere else and it's just like oh man this is not going the direction i was hoping for and i just out of nowhere just pivoted i'm like whoever directed who's ever directing this or in charge i'm like they're just tanking this show (laughs) and i'm like now i gotta watch it because it's i it went from me being optimistic and kind of hopeful to now being like oh this is about to be a huge train wreck and I probably shouldn't waste my time with it anymore, but I'm going to continue. So I will bite the bullet for this one and let you know how this comes in in the end. Uh, you can keep checking on it. I'm you already invested. To, you have to watch yeah. the whole episode. If it's like, I mean, I guess you could just keep checking on it. And if it's like, it's a good episode, you're like, well, I guess I'll check back next week and then uh, see if, see if it, if it gets worse again. I, I'm committed, so man. I, I just, I'm already like, I've already halfway through their series, their series. And so unless if it's really bad, I'm just like, I'm just going to, no matter how bad it is, I'm probably just going to see it to the end and re- probably regret my time with it. I know maybe they'll, they'll turn it around. Uh, maybe they were just having a mental breakdown or something. When they're just, but this last episode was just so goddamn bad that I was just like, Mm-mm, nope. Wow. Um, there's, I just can't see them recovering from it because it literally made no sense. Uh, my wife was the same way. She's like, wait, this, like, it, we knew it wasn't going to be like, you know, a tier from the start yeah but you know we thought at least be good you know but it went it went from um in my opinion it went from like a seven to a seven and an eight you know kind of to like oh wow you're already like at a five just that one episode just completely just dropped i'm like all right i lost i'm losing confidence in you real fast so we'll see how the new episode turns out but i was just like i was i spoke about it earlier i was very uh hopeful and now I just have to let people know, eh, I'm not so hopeful anymore. <laughs> not so hopeful anymore. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, how about yourself, sir? What have you been watching? Well, I finally finished Kaguya. Yeah. Yay. So I finally finished season three. Um, and, uh, man, that show is really good. That show is just, it's just so funny. Uh, I, you know, watching that English they they did an amazing job with the uh, with the with the translation and uh, the 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 localization, uh, just making everything make sense and funny. Um, season three, the ramen, two of the ramen kings come back. Was, they go to the school festival. Dude, yeah. that's so funny, man. That's so funny. Um, gosh, every time, and uh, you know, just like they have a lot of little tiny jokes in there they sneak in and it's like, you can get it if you want, but if you don't get it, that's, you know, you're not going to, you're not going to miss a crucial part of the story, but it's so worth it. Um, I texted you a little bit about this, but the, uh, the ending theme, uh, the ending theme song and animation, it's amazing, (laughs) but I'm like, what the hell is going on here? It is this, um, weird pseudo, uh, fantasy sci-fi made after uh, Starship Troopers, uh, kind of a thing, and it's like, what the hell is going on here? It's hilarious, but and really well done. It makes me want to go watch that anime, uh, but it's just silly. 
yeah, it totally it totally ships um you know some of the other characters at some point. Yeah, it and, does, yeah. You know, that also then she's like she gives them the thumbs up pretty much she's like, go for it, go after your main love and it's like and the 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 enemies are um <laughs> the uh, <laughs> the enemy ends up being uh the secretary or whatever like um <laughs> you know the like because you, you see her in the back all like drone like yeah but yeah it's it's so stupid it's like wait what am i watching and then at the very end it's just like that little dream sequence at the cafe and i'm like that crisp art style is just like I want to see this whole thing redone in that art style because well, it looks amazing. It is amazing. And like at the beginning, he's like standing next to a plane and he's like looking off in the distance. And then they, they show that like bottle of green liquid and it's just like angels wings. And then they're like, get back Kaguya. And they're like going to some planet. It's so funny. Well, man. see, it's like in the beginning it kind of reminds me of, um, uh, what's that? Uh, Laputa. Or Castle in the Sky, as it was in English, because it has that, um, you know, the normal, you know, uh, country bumpkin kind of main character guy, and then yeah. all of a sudden, literally someone falls from the sky, uh, and, and then it falls, and then then it, that's when it morphs into out of nowhere them going to the Starship Troopers training montage, kind of like we're now in the jump ship, ready to hit the ground, and uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's such a wild, stupid ending, but it's great. And the, the whole third season, like each season is just rock solid. Uh, that third season, uh, one of my favorite episodes is uh, the main guy. I can't remember his name now, but he's going to his sister's. Uh, he sure. wants to go see his sister's. Quest. Yeah. He ends up uh, and him trying to dress uh, to impress and how his sister just <sighs> rips him on you one the entire time. <laughs> yeah. And then the dad tries to give his two cents worth of fashion advice. And then she just rips him apart, too. <laughs> the sister is great. Yeah, that... Sister is great in that. Um, man, yeah, that's that show has got so many, so many good characters. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Foo, the one that starts with an F, pink hair. I can't remember her name. Um, anyway, is that not Chica? Chica, what's her last name though? It starts with an F. Anyway, oh, I forget. Anyway, uh, but her every time she has to help the main president oh, uh, so with funny. any of her any of the trainings and the like the, the pure look of dread, it's always. <laughs> and then like and then and then like uh, the one girl, her younger sister likes him, and he she thinks he's great, and like and then he, she's like, why don't you juggle these balls? <laughs> and because uh, she she's knows like, you'll fail, she knows <laughs> he's gonna fail, and then he can juggle like really well, and uh, laments because his grandmother could juggle like what, like five things or something. And he's like, sadly, I can only juggle four things at one time. And, uh, and then something, I don't know, something happens, but yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, Fujiwara, Fujiwara. That's Fujiwara. Yeah. Fujiwara yeah, so. is so funny. Um, they probably, man, she was great. The fact, that, the fact that she says that the president is her ideal type, but the fact that she, like the fact that it's just the president just disgusts her to her core. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and she's so like, like yeah like everything about him is the kind of person i want except for not him <laughs> it's not him man it's so good but uh it seemed to end with some finality this season is there going to be a season four or uh i did i kind of go a little bit but i didn't really dig that deep yeah um i thought there was supposed to be uh i know the series that's not where the series ends so that's uh you know that's my hope anyways uh i 
each season I never expected the next one to have come out to be animated. So oh, wow. I was always surprised when a new one came out. I'm like, oh, score, there's a new one, and it just makes me smile. But like... then again, I really, I really try not to look into it because uh... I came from the days of old where you know, like you'd get like three episodes of something yeah. and you'd never get anything else. That's it. Oh yeah. That's uh yeah, that's the nineties and two thousands. Um yeah, I just I just wonder because it ended with some like like well I don't know where they're really gonna go from here, but but uh the last season, season two came out in what, twenty nineteen? Twenty twenty I don't remember the years. Like I just remember I, I that saw it, when they first came out and then yeah, you got the you got the luxury of binge watching all of them. I did get that sure. luxury and I, I definitely took advantage of it. Um but I think like the last one came out a couple of years ago, so so this uh so they definitely had a bunch of time between between uh the last season and this season three. Um so it might be another two years before the next season comes out, which would make sense. But I don't know. Anyway, I definitely enjoyed it. Um and uh kind of sad sad to see that it's it's done for now, but I did get a lot. I did get a lot of Kaguya all at once. Um it's a kind of a show that I probably would have enjoyed. I mean, as much as I did enjoy it, I probably would have enjoyed it even more if I had watched it like week to week. Cause, um, I don't know. It, it kind of, uh, it's kind of a lot to do like episode over episode. Cause there's like three episodes within each episode. There's different little oh, stories. They're chapters. Yeah. So essentially Battles, the, yeah. um, I believe there's a movie slated, and then the uh, I think the the assumption was that there might be a move or a, a, the last a final season or something like that. Um, I don't know when the movie slated for. I just remember that being like the common consensus was. I think it's called like um, it was First Kiss or something like that. It was supposed to be the movie name. Uh, and then yeah, people are like uh, thinking that there's supposed to be a fourth uh, season after that. Uh, but you know, it'll be. I'm curious if it's going to get. Uh, America's starting to now bring more anime to uh, so, you know theaters. Yeah, I know Dragon Ball, the new Dragon Ball movie, just hit a few theaters near me. Oh wow! Uh, which was really really cool to see. Just driving by and just seeing like you know on the marquee Dragon Ball. I'm like, oh wow, okay. That is pretty cool. Yeah, I know that uh, that one movie, the uh, Beauty and the Beast movie, came out um, last year. Uh, that was that was kind of a limited release, and I was surprised we got that, but. It was cool that we got it, um, even though I didn't care for it all that much. But uh, yeah, I'm hoping that uh, maybe the Kaguya movie would would come to a theater near near us. I live in an artsy town, so I'd like it to come here. But um, anyway, only time will tell that if they make one at all, which I'm I would hope that they would. But yeah, that is what I've been watching. Uh, there's a couple other things that I kind of want to start watching. Um, I did mention to you watching Card Captor Sakura. Uh, which I did watch a little bit of the, that and the first episode of that. And that was like, wow, man, anime used to be s- something else. Um, okay. So that's clamp and clamp is a, a different kind of special. Um, yeah. I did notice so... that whenever it came up, I was like, Oh, this is clamp. And I was like, okay. But, but just some of the stuff that, that they, that they were doing, I was kind of like, man, anime used to be like, I don't know. I I like I liked it when anime was a bit more hand drawn. I know it's still hand drawn, but there's a lot of CG in anime nowadays and I just really miss that old like 
you know, notice the grindstone. Everything is hand drawn, hand painted. Oh yeah, for sure. The uh, so uh, the main the main reason you're watching Card Captors is because you brought you brought to my attention that you were hoping to watch uh, Madoka Magica, and I had to give you some homework before getting to that because you wouldn't appreciate uh, Madoka as much because. Um, without getting a little bit of magical girl uh history under your belt. So yeah, so so this is part of the education uh the the anime education of of Nick Vera. Um I I uh will be watching Cardcaptor Sakura and then you also told me that I should watch a very special version of Sailor Moon. Um Oh the, yeah. The DIC sure. so, version? Yes, um so that version was the one that originally aired in the U.S. Uh, mid '90s, uh, just like the original Dragon Ball did before uh, before uh, Cartoon Network got a hold of it. So there was, you know, uh, the English was very bad, uh, <laughs> and they gave uh, they gave uh, Serena's best friend the the biggest like Bronx or like New York accent. She says, you know, she might as well be uh, what's her face from the nanny. But oh, not wow. quite that bad, <laughs> but it's, it's very jarring. Oh, and it's just man. Like, I can't wait. So <laughs> it's one of those. It's like, it kind of makes it um, bad, bad dubbing from old stuff is awesome. Just, it really is like, I love Godzilla movies. Yeah. Uh, because that's what we call them. We didn't call them Kaiju. They were just Godzilla movies or monster movies. And then we'd be like, uh, having that Japanese lip sync, you know, like be completely off from the English voicing you're hearing. It was as part of the magic. <laughs> and that's what I want to do is I want to get those old movies, but with the, the English that I grew up watching, unfortunately now most of those shows, uh, you can only get them and they'll have uh, subtitles and you know, it's more authentic, but I'm like, no, no, I, I love it because I remember being cheesy as hell. And that's kind of why I want it. Yeah, I did. So. I did happen to Google uh, and read a read a article, and read a Reddit article, uh, kind of what you were talking about on, on Sailor Moon. And people did say the same thing that um, that uh, it was it was worth watching, that uh, the the DIC version, but that the only way to watch it now is on the internet um, or uh, through buying really old insanely expensive dvds uh of it, it but maybe not even dvds maybe vhs actually uh, uh, uh both uh yeah, yeah you can get them both that way um my my wife has those and yeah the the deke versions um yeah <laughs> what does that stand That's, for anyway do you I, know? I don't know it was just it was just the publisher behind it and oh. so it would it would oh. they would they would pronounce it at the uh at the end of each episode or that I do remember that symbol of like the flashing on the thing. Yeah. DIC. Yeah. That's, uh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. So I don't know how far I'm going to get into that. I might have to, I mean, there's like 40 something episodes of card captor and there's so many episodes um, of sailor moon. I don't know how many, but so card captor card captor was like, you know, had, was interesting in its own right. Uh, I don't necessarily think you need to finish it. Uh, you know, probably season one, uh, would just be, just be fine enough. Uh, I think, Finishing the main story arc for Sailor Moon, the first one is fine because they they, they go off to you know make uh of quite a few different ones you know Super and you know uh Beyond so you know Sailor Stars and all that stuff but you just need to watch the first 
first main thing. Um, it was one of those. That was one of the ones where my wife was like, when she got the DVDs, the actual real DVDs, she's like, oh, wow. TV edited quite a bit as far as like the final like battle, like or like when when certain characters die or something or disappear, like they kind of like like people die in the original one. <laughs> you know, they, yeah, it's just very G.I. Um, Joe Transformers. Yeah, famously, when later on, when you get it, there's this ch- child character later on in Sailor Moon, um, and she pulls out, she straight up pulls a gun on the original, like in the original anime, and they completely changed that for uh, for the English version. Wow, so that's cool. Yeah. It's, <laughs> well, I was going to ask. Um, besides those two, are there any other Magical Girl animes that you think I should uh, I I, sh- I should go? And, uh, I would say the I would say the original um, uh, Pretty Cure or Precure Precure. Uh, it's like I couldn't find that. Um, P R I C U R E. I no, I Google it. Yeah. Nothing, nothing comes up. I can't. Um, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have yeah, to send me something on it. All right. Yeah, because that that one was. Um, if I remember, I remember that when that got dubbed, it was kind of funny because they ended up having like it's this two you know two main females uh, one's colored white one's colored black and it was just really funny because they're saying some like you got your magical creature telling you to do uh to say certain things or or like just transform and it's like she starts spouting this this like nonsense right out the gate she's like how what am i saying <laughs> like she just uh you know they kind of make fun of like you know the poke fun of it themselves but yeah so pretty cure um uh, Precure is a P-R-E. Uh, that's probably why you had a little harder time finding it. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, the the original one, uh, it's it's very for our standards. I guess it's poorly drawn, but it's a it's a kids' cartoon for elementary school kids. Okay. <laughs> um, but the reason why I the you don't need to watch a lot of this. It's just you know it was silly and funny, but it was just a couple episodes is all I recommend. Just and that it, it gives you it gives you the vibe of that one particularly is a a money cranking machine as far as this is targeted towards elementary school kids. And in Japan, they have zero like laws against pumping out merch towards your, uh, in fact, that's all it is, is whatever kids show you're watching. It is a dedicated half hour commercial for all the merch. Yeah. Uh, Cause you know, so whether it be power Rangers, um, common rider, uh, any anime, it's just like, you know, yokai watch uh, in the commercials you're going to get um the pokemon uh breakfast sausage you're going to get the pokemon clothing you're going to get the pokemon physical toys video games uh, like throughout the entire times of the commercials uh and that's exactly you know so this you know that's why every every one of these has a different kind of um transformation device sometimes they look like cell phones they double this and that's sailor moon does it too yeah. and you can totally see it being like all right like her her main transformation item change the pendant changes uh it evolves over time and then she'll break out a gadget or two here and there and like okay it's not as egregious and as some of the other stuff all that stuff was like, stuff that you could buy you could go buy oh, yeah. in the store at the time yeah so therefore therefore when your little kids watching it they come to you and be like i want that costume and i want like i want the uh i want the little uh ramen set you know stuff like that it's just it's uh, over the top uh so yeah just watch a few episodes of that and then it makes it'll once you get the cutesy understanding vibe uh it'll really help you with the um 
impact, I guess, of how how weird and how different um, uh, Madoka Magica is. Yeah. I mean, I can not. Um, hopefully, you don't read it. Hopefully, you don't read anything about it and just go into it blind because you yeah, don't I'm spoil that to. for yourself. Yeah. Um, I really like Madoka Magica, but also the stuff I've recommended to you. I grew up with. Um, I remember watching Sailor Moon. Uh, when that came out originally on. I think it was w- WGN uh, oh, around wow. the, uh, Midwest. I remember uh, that. that was before WB bought them out or merged or whatever. And then <laughs> I um, remember WGN. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Th- that, and they had, they had a uh, dragon ball up until like he starts, he goes to space or whatever. And you know, that always stopped right there. Hard cut. Uh, then Toonami got a hold of the, you know, those, and then got the other episodes and you're like score, you know, finally, like after five years of watching the same episodes, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, kids these days will never understand those like, those like nothing channels and you're surfing, you're surfing cable at like 12, one, two o'clock in the morning. And that crazy ass channel has something amazing on. And those were the I literally only knew about it because I, was um i'd visit my my grandparents uh you know in the midwest and they had tv channels the wgn was not where i was living at the time and i would wake up at like four or five in the morning turn on tv and just start clicking through the channels just trying to find anything for me to watch and that's how i came across them uh and that's you know and so like oh yeah i totally know about this and you know like i said eventually all that stuff gets you know it's more syndicated now you have you know you have the internet wasn't a thing back then to the, to that extent. No. Um, so yeah, for chat sure. rooms. yeah, man, that's cool though. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to start trying to get in some of that stuff along with, uh, some other anime watching here and there. Um, yeah, man. If you ever get bored, go, go down some of camps, cladal- catalog, um, the clamps, clamps catalog. Yeah. 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 Uh, there, they do, uh, the movie X, which is really hard to find when you're searching for that on Google. Yeah, uh, but it's just, so you have to, you have to just literally, if you don't know the studio's clamp, cause I've had friends who are like, I, I can't find it. I, all I end up finding is like porn or something or <laughs> professor X or something, you know, yeah. it's just like, I can't just find the movie, you know, so, uh, or triple uh, X or something like the, you know, like Vin Diesel, <laughs> like they can't find just the anime X. Uh, and that was really weird because it's, you know, post-apocalyptic, kind of like the end of the world. But also it's um, very, like, that studio loves to do, at the time, everything was forbidden love, you know? Oh, so okay. it's, it, you know, it's, it's you know, the uh, the artists have now kind of all changed, but the studio kind of stays the same to a certain extent. But they were very much, uh, you know, so X was all, you know, like the, it was like, oh, wait, the two main characters, they kind of dig each other. But they're both guys, and that's so that was really like pushing boundaries back then. Oh, um, okay. But there, it's also it's very shojo. It's all shojo. So it's like you know, uh, Japanese women like in a lot of sense they, you know, that that was a big appeal to them. Um, you know, I think there's a there's a bit in, there's a couple weird bits in Clamp where you're like if you're not expecting it, like wow, was not expecting something like that to happen. Like in Card Captors, um, you know, it's like it's all it's it's super weird but once you understand the studio you're like ah, okay it's just them it's just them being them um uh, they make one called chobits which is uh a, essentially your your ai is a is a robot um or uh, your computer i'm sure sorry is a, is a robot so you can have a a male looking robot or a female looking robot 
and then they, they are one-to-one scale more or less human size um they are completely you know you hook up a data cable to them and you can if you hook up another cable you can they can print they can work as your printer or like or they can hook up to your printer and print shit off um and then they have one that fits in the palm and that one is your laptop <laughs> so essentially what your one in 16th scale figurine wow. uh yeah it's it's a moving little robot you know and yeah it's uh it, but that one is about like literally uh the main character falling in love with his robot uh his his personal computer um that's wild dude. so they they love that concept of like you know forbidden love and so once you realize oh that okay they're just another weird one of these let's let's see what how weird this gets <laughs> yeah uh obviously uh not recommended for children <laughs> <laughs> all that being said kids don't watch that uh yeah as i i have to like now i the things i know now i'm like no man my kids should not watch that show uh, <laughs> well all right uh i'm curious uh i'm looking forward to you experiencing um sailor moon for the first time that'll be fun Wild. uh yeah and then honestly uh having you go through this journey of anime <laughs> will be good and then we'll maybe we'll record something special for, for your other journeys of anime yeah Maybe we'll, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good for us to do something like that. All right, guys. Well, on that note, I think that's it. You got anything else you'd like to add? No, man, that's all. That's all she wrote. All right. Well, this is, you know, wrapping up episode 26. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, next week will be our complete, you know, start of our second year, uh, a new journey, uh, you know, so hopefully... Hopefully things go smoother next year than it did this last. That's for sure. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> but, hopefully we're not dead this time next year. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, super COVID will come out, and uh, you know, or maybe the, maybe those guys from uh, the marketplace will really eventually get you, Nick. Maybe. Uh, just remember when you go go out and uh, make a make a deal with someone you don't know. Maybe meet up at a neutral spot, like um, a police station. Um, yeah, maybe a Walmart at least with some cameras pointing at you. You know. Yeah, if I if I do this again, I'll be like, hey, let's meet at a police station is a good idea, or like a mall or something like that. Uh, that would be that'd be a better idea. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all for uh, staying with us uh, and being with us to this point. And hopefully, uh, you'll you know we'll ha- get to see you next year. Uh, thank you, Nick, for all the fun times, and yeah, look forward to this next you know solid, solid season. <laughs> to another year of podcasting. All right, guys, take it easy. See you later. Bye.